Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's uh, racing thoughts, you know, any racing things. You could have racing feelings. I don't know. Some people have cats or small dogs racing around the room. See, I've seen that before. Many. I mean, I, you know, there's, there's billions of videos of that stuff. You know, they could be distracted. And he said, well, maybe just let them tire you out, tire out, and then I'll distract you from that. But if it's something close to that, or you're, you're, you're off your routine, you're traveling outside, whatever it is that's keeping you up, I'm going to take your mind off of that. Uh, that's what the safe place is, kind of a distraction. And what I'm going to do is send my voice and my intention to put you asleep across the deep, dark night. And try to scorch you across the threshold from wake to sleep, but ideally you won't even know. Like it'll be kind of like your your boyfriend, your friend coming over to tell you stories. Sit at a comfortable distance. Your eyes will be closed. So I kind of be like a friendly disembodied voice, fully bodied though. Disembodied never sounds good. And what do you think a disembodied voice is? How did it? How you know? I guess this is you see. In 10 or 15 years of doing this podcast, I might develop empathy or compassion with humans. Because uh, I'm really working my way through the projected things, you know, uh, imaginary friends, blankets, and now disembodied voices. I say, well, geez, I can really, they really can have compassion and empathy for those. Because they say, where the heck, you know, I wonder if any of them are like, hey, where the heck's my body? How did I get disembodied? And disembodied seems to signify, you know, that it happened in a non, you know, disembodied seems to be like a, like they almost like they'd say, it's like the organic ghosts, disembodied voices, you know, they're the nice ghosts and, uh, you know, they, they might not even be ghosts, disembodied voices, organic certified, I don't know, that didn't. It just got me thinking about that. Sorry about that. Uh, but I guess any voice you hear without a body, but I have a body. And then my voice is, I like to think of my voice has a little bit too much body, you know. It makes up for my hair, which has no body. I remember, and I think, again, this is a throwback, but they used to, that was one of the big pitches with these shampoos. I don't see any shampoo ads on TV anymore. Probably the last thing I saw was for, like, Pantene Pro. And what the hell makes it pro, you know? It's a shampoo. Like a pro of what? Uh, but they're always pitching these shampoos that give your hair more body. And, boy, you know, when I see hair with body, I say, va-va-voom, you know? But my hair is no my, my hair is the opposite of body. And I tried that, believe me. I tried to, can, I don't even know. And this isn't, isn't meant to be a... Uh, stand-up comedy like but i don't know what the heck conditioner does either and it's not a, i'm not kidding I, and i think i've asked people before and they also think i'm joking and then they try to explain it to me i think i stop listening i think i get distracted because they say well geez if it doesn't because if you're new here well just welcome this is a podcast intro for a sleep podcast would you believe that uh but i was born uh, without hair i was born with fur so just, just to paint a picture for you, I have animal fur instead of hair. And you might say, okay, what does that mean? That doesn't mean it. You say, okay, well, it means I have animal fur instead of hair on my head, but it's grown to a, it's different lengths. Uh, what it means, though, if you, for, for those of you that need specificity, no, no part, I have no natural part. My hair grows forward or out like all when they say cowlicks i have a one i have a multiple cow my whole head is cowlicks it's like i've been licked by a cow licked by okay this is another this is like the 15th autobiography title licked by a cow the scooter story instead of touched by an angel yeah no no that was my brother's autobiography touched by an angel no that was, mine's licked by a cow 
It's four pages long. It's actually just a poem. In a field with my hair. I, I can't go on a poem tangent because I'm in the middle of a, a, a Pantene Pro tangent here. Uh, Pantene Pro, official shampoo of the podcast, gives your hair body even when you have fur. But so, okay, no part. My hair grows mostly forward. It's My hair is unbelievably straight and fine. And I don't mean like, damn, that hair is fine. I mean like, uh, you'd need, if you wanted to look at one individual strand of uh, my hair, you'd need an electron microscope. That's how thin it is. And if I grew my hair really long, it would just sit against my head, like in one layer. Like if I grow my hair out, I mean, it looks like uh, it just doesn't look, you know, my hair just doesn't look good. But this is besides the point. This isn't about looks. It's about body. Another great role uh, by Tim Curry, by the way, Mr. Body and Clue. So Tim Curry, shout out, sneaking that in there. But uh, so I would try these shampoos and conditioners to try to body up my hair, uh, uh, grease, gel, products. But when your hair is so fine and thin, you know, then you just get buildup where you could see like my hair you'd see more of the product than the hair because there's not much there. And I even remember there was this Australian shampoo that was supposed to give your hair double body. And it smelled pretty good. It, gave, it made my head itchy, though, so I stopped using that one. It was purple. I think it was. they said it was made from, uh, like, uh, I don't know. But, but it, it smelled good. I remember that, and it didn't taste good. Of course I tried it because it had a tiny grape. It was purple, so I thought it would be grapes. It smelled good. I said, what is that, a grape? A grape smell imitation? Artificial grape? Let me let me take a swig of this shampoo. Oh, also, just in case you're new here and you're under, don't let, don't do anything I do. If, if you're an adult or a child, don't follow in my footsteps, believe me. Uh, but starting with tasting things, don't taste shampoo, kids, adults, it be other people. And I don't know anybody else out there. I never, you know, I hear from a lot of things about the podcast. I still never heard from anybody else that has fur instead of hair. Uh, but there is one very famous person that does, and I don't want to out him because he might say, well, I don't have fur, I have hair. But Eddie Snowden definitely has the same hair as me. I mean, a little different color. Probably his is slightly better because he was styling it. But Eddie Eddie Snowden, you know, we, we share the same hair gene or close to it. I've talked about it before. Uh, what was my point? This was supposed to be a metaphor about the podcast. I mean, my, the podcast, well, actually, this podcast is a bit like my hair. It doesn't have much body to it. And you'd say, you know, if you're saying, it, like, this is Pantene Pro-V. Because, oh, yeah, I forgot it was Pro-V, like pro Maybe because it had professional vitamins in it. That's a good strategy. So, well, how is it pro what? Well, professional vitamins. What the heck does professional vitamins mean? A professional person put vitamins into the shampoo. Professional vitamin who? A professional a person we pay to put the vitamins in. Their vitamin, okay, you got me. But this podcast is a bit like my hair. It's kind of thin. But it's not really, well, I don't know. It's not as bad as my hair. It's not fur. But I guess you say, well, is this a podcast or not? I say, well, it's like my hair if you're looking at it. Or when I go into a new person, they say, whoa, what's it? what is this on this boy's head? This isn't quite fur. hair. It's not quite fur. And I know, the like, talk about everything in compassion. They always are like, well, what the heck am I going to do with this? I just say, buzz it, man. I gave up a long time ago. Just buzz that stuff. And then we'll go back and forth and stuff about the length. And but but uh, and I guess that's a podcast. It, it's uh, to take your mind off of stuff. I, I've been rambling about shampoo and things. But th- that's what I'm good at. I'm not good at the body stories like your mystery show, your 99% Invisible, your radio lab. You know, I'm not good at the pop culture analysis, uh, like something from Slate or the comedy from Midroll or Maximum Fun. You know, my podcast is a bit like my hair, a bit limp. Uh, no, oh boy. No, 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 no. Okay. Don't delete that, but uh, don't remember that tomorrow. Do me a favor. Don't forget I said that in anything about me.
too late, I guess. But my hair is limp. I, I guess, unfortunately, when it's thin, when it's... Uh, well, actually, no, that's a contradiction because it's limp when I want it to, but, but otherwise it's standing friggin' straight up. When I want it to say, well, geez, I want to, you know, I want to get this part sticking down. Then a holy cow, holy hair erection. So I guess it's not. There you go. My hair is unfortunately virile at the wrong times, which she said might be my, oh boy. It's true, though, unfortunately. Uh, so it's always standing up. So they, yeah. So I guess that was a thing. There you go. There's an example of the podcast. See, I tried to teach, treat all those parts of me with respect. It just came up there, because uh, I guarantee not only 14 times during the waking day, but at bedtime I'll have arguments like that. This one that just went by. This was a conversion of kind of stuff that goes through my head at bedtime. But at bedtime it's much more agit agitated. And saying, well, man, if only we didn't have this hair, or why don't you just spend more money on your haircuts? Then you're probably, what if you use, don't they have Pantene Pro VD Plus? And then another voice might be like, well, if you didn't fixate on your, your you know, if you had more confidence about your hair, you wouldn't have to have shame. And, uh, and they said, well, actually, I'm pretty fine. Remember 10, 10, 20 years ago, I gave up on my hair. Don't you remember? Uh, in Santa Monica, when I got into the argument in the bar with the person, I said I had a comb over, and then I kind of went off, and then they said, this is not a comb over. Unfortunately, this is my hair. See, this is my hairline. And uh, I think that may have been someone famous, unfortunately. So they said, well, okay, that's it for, let's get out of Hollywood, because that's not going to work. I mean, I ended up with someone from Bosley Hair Club for something or other, but I didn't know that at the time. I thought it was Tom Bosley's agent. And I said, the happy day, you know, it won't be getting, I won't be writing the happy day's reunion. So anyway, that's a podcast. It's meant to take your mind off stuff. I, I try to take it, you know, not positive, but I'm trying to be welcoming. You know, I got a, ping, a lot of ping-ponging going around in my brain. I got a lot of stuff on my mind distracting me. But the idea is you listen to me just kind of ramble. Now, we're transitioning from here into talking about Game of Thrones, believe it or not. And so that'll be familiar. But, you know, I'll take a kind of lulling, soothing version of it. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll, I'll think about shampoo. I mean, that would be a good topic if it comes up. Be like, uh, like one, yeah, well, like, what, what, what did they use for shampoo back then? And they say, well, it's not back then, Scooter. It's in. Okay, over to there, whatever, across the metaverse, wherever the hell it is. And, you know, then I say, well, geez, who's, who's, you know, who's got the best head of hair on Game of Thrones? And then I'd say, okay, I'm stumped because I got, you know, you could say, okay, let's just not pick because there's too much, too much good stuff there, too much good hairs. Let's not split hairs. So it's about a moment. Uh, but the whole concept of the podcast is instead of getting drawn into your internal rigmarole, to your internal narrative storytelling about why you can't sleep or what you can't get to sleep, that's where I'm sending my voice to creep across the deep dark tank. That's the safe place. It's a welcome place. You don't have to listen to me, but I'll be here. I don't have to put you to sleep, but I'm going to try. If you can't sleep, I'll be giving it my all. And just being welcoming and nice, even to the parts of me that's, you know, geez, they get, I mean, I can't, literally I'm talking through my brain right now because my brain is still firing off. It's like a mob of paparazzi reporters that still just want to talk about my hair. And there's also these jokey parts of me that say, can't we come up with more, you know, uh, shampoo-related jokes? And I say, not right now. They say, come on, let's do some suave. I say, suave material. I say, I think we already did that in the opening, actually. You know, it'd be suaver if we, you know, see, I can't even do it. So anyway, so that's the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Whole idea is to take your mind off stuff, help you fall asleep. It's a little bit different. So approach it with skepticism. Doesn't work for everybody. Really hope it works for you because it's the best intention thing I've probably ever done in my life. And I really, believe it or not, I really work hard at it. Uh, and I guess I'm naturally inclined at the same time. 
uh, so so when people talk about aptitude and effort meeting, mine meets in a place called Dollsville. And you can probably hear the pleasure in my voice. It's perfectly great. Who who would who would know that I'd have like chances to make Pantene related jokes, you know, and picture the beautiful stack photography of hair getting thrown back in the close ups of the follicles that look like uh they always look very scaly when they get up close. You would have thought, and I don't know, I guess because they say, well, geez, if you don't use our Pro-V formula, what was that hot oil? Who made that? VO5, right? VO5. soon. Yeah, see, we really could. I, I say, geez, if there was a comedy tour where people weren't required to laugh, I could definitely shampoo-related comedy tour. Yeah, see, that... I say, what's up, Cleveland? VO5 of hot oil in the house. I say, good thing, you know, good thing there's no audience here, just on the waterfront. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. Like I said, I, I really appreciate your time. I hope I can help you fall asleep. I yearn to help you fall asleep. So let's get on to the show. Uh, housekeeping around the web, uh, com. Older episodes can be found there. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook, uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, let's see what else. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music. I want to thank uh, Carl W., who edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And we have some wonderful moderators over there. Uh, you know, we, we, we keep keeping the lulls going on that end. I want to thank uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Lie to Lie, Alexandra and Laura. And I believe that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's racing thoughts stirred up feelings, uh, physical sensations, noises, uh, change in your schedule or your routine, something you're temporarily looking forward to or concerned about. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night and my intention to kind of help you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. And so I'm going to use long, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, you know, talking, uh, uh, pausing, redirecting, getting distracted. Uh, but mostly I'm just going to tell a story in, in a kind of a middle-of-the-road way. I'm going to try to be pleasant. I'm going to try to be friendly, even to those parts of you that are stirred up or, or distracted. And in some sense, I'm trying to transport you or at least transport your attention away from whatever it is that's keeping you up and over to what I'm talking about. But then... You'll also be transported. You'll say, well, geez, this isn't super interesting. You know, kind of like, you know what? A lot of people fall asleep on trains, or at least in the movies they do. But, you know, I do too. And you say, because, geez, uh, in, in between destinations, most of the time, tra trains, there's not a lot going on. Uh, you know, it's not like the advantage of the plane, you're up high. So if you have, if you don't have clouds, you can see stuff from up high. You don't see it like that. And people like me, I love staring out windows in general, but sometimes trains, it's just trees and poles and then you get to see stuff, but you, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, this is an anti train travel thing. So just, you know, hold, hold your, uh, Hold your times tables, people. Uh, but as far as like transport, you know, a car isn't much better, but then sometimes you're driving. So, and then you have other cars, you can play a license plate game. I guess I'd rather be in a train than a car because you can move around and things. Now, here in the U.S., we don't have the best train system, unfortunately. I mean, things are pretty spread out, but, uh, 
I did take a train. I've taken a train from uh, the Bay Area to uh, Anaheim a few years ago, more than a few years ago, I guess now. And then I've taken, when I was in uh, high school, my family went on a vacation to Florida. So we took a train from Syracuse, New York to Orlando, Florida. And here, here's a here's a piece of advice. Don't do that with six kids. Uh, well, I don't know how it was for my parents. I think the train, I think it was like about a 800-hour trip, uh, felt like it. I mean, the problem is that, and this was a, a little while ago, it took forever. train was late getting us. And then I, we had like this long layover in Penn Station, and then I, I just couldn't sleep on the train, just like everyone else, because we just had the seats. We didn't have the, you know, if you're like James, if you're traveling like James Bond, or anybody in a like a train would be great. I would love to have like, a, I mean, it seemed like a great place, uh, especially if you see why go to a, a bed and breakfast, take a freaking train ride. Uh, how come trains don't say that? Hey, you, you, everything you do in a bed and breakfast, you could do on a train, but it's moving. And he talking about, you know, you can eat and you can do the other stuff. So, hey, trains, they're great for making love. There you go, Amtrak. Send me a check already. Uh, not that I would know other than thinking about it, because <laughs> uh, that was when I was in high school. So, uh what was my point? Oh, boy. So that was a tangent. Sorry about that. But, you know, I did say making love because I think you're going to, it's not cheap either. So it should be, you know, in some sort of, uh, you know, you know, a budding relationship. Uh, but so transporting, that's what I was talking about. I'm going to try to transport you, but you'll see, well, I'll just let the, it'll be like the rocking of a train. You, you'll say, well, I don't really need to pay attention. I'm not driving the train. And you say scooters, now, this train doesn't seem like it has any destination other than snooze town. Well, it does if you can't sleep, I'll tell you. But anyway, you say it's not a riveting. And you say, okay, you got me there. Just like I was saying, you're looking out the window. You're saying tree, tree, old-ass car, telephone pole, telephone pole, gravel, 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 mangy dog looking at me, old-ass car, tree. Tree, tree. Uh, so that's a train. That's a, the, and the podcast is slightly more interesting and engaging than that because then you just uh, because I'm not I can't rock like a train can. You know I can't rock you like a her train, uh, whatever that is. But that's the whole point is I'm gonna uh, transport you because the other side of it is if, at least for me when I can't fall asleep even during the day my thoughts hook me. But at night it's even worse when I don't have like other stuff to distract me. And it could be something as mundane as opening envelopes or whatever. And my thoughts will transport me right out of bed, all the way into the past, all the way into the future. Or it might even be just the next day. What are we doing the next day? And it's so powerful, that storytelling ability of our thoughts and to transport us where you're physically feeling alert and worried or, or whatever, whatever it is that stirs up for you. And once your own thoughts tend to transport your attention, you know, it's hard to get out of that because then you say, well, you know, you, you get a, whatever, you get really identified or it's, it's even, I've been trying to do it during the day and be more mindful and break my thinking where I'm saying, oh no, what am I going to do? How many? And I say, okay, Scoots, we're just walking right now. You know, we'll just take one step at a time, man. And I say, holy cow, like I was really transported just somewhere that doesn't even exist in some level. Now, now we don't need to get into these existential questions because then, you know, then your philosophy brain will try to transport you and then who knows where you'll go. So uh, that's the service I offer. If this is your first few times here, I'm going to transport your attention over here across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to try to lose you along the way. Like, just like on a train ride, at some point between point A and point B, you'll be looking out the window and in the 15th old-ass car or whatever, you'll say, well, I see him, and probably going to be more old-ass cars, so I'll just drift off here. And actually, the uh, whoever the train dude, whatever, was steward or whatever the heck they're called, and they're not engineers, they're the ones in front, but they say, uh, hey, well, I'll wake you up if there's anything interesting, but I won't, because this podcast will just be here. 
Take your mind off stuff. It'll keep going. Now, if you can't sleep, it will be uh, more interesting than just old ass car, mangy dog. I'll be giving it my all to kind of keep it somewhat engaging, somewhat entertaining, and to try to put a smile on your face and just be your companion. Uh, be your boyfriend. Be there for you to keep you company. So that's the thing. You don't have to listen. You don't have to fall asleep either. I'm going to be here for the next 45 minutes or so, giving it my all. I really hope you help you fall asleep. I'm glad you stopped by. I really appreciate your time. And I really yearn to uh, help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks. Thanks so much. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. That's where you can find our show notes. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who uh, does our uh, theme music and edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, JonathanMann.net, who you can commission his songs, but he's our mystery bard. He does the lullabies. Uh, I want to thank the moderators over at our Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. It's just a little community where you could talk about the podcast or sleep stuff or make friends. I want to thank Julie C., Jennifer B., Lydle I., Warren Alexander over there. Uh, so thank you so much, and let's get on with the show. Hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. And I don't, I don't know if I said this in a while. I like to smooth out the safe place. Pat it, sweet it, wrap it around. Oh no, but oh yeah, it's going to be a safe place. Yeah, where where you can where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you up at night, whether it's stuff going on you're, that you're thinking about, uh, you know, lists, uh, things from the past, things from the future, any, any kind of racing brain, or just you know brain brain related stuff. And then you have physical stuff that can distract you from that, take your mind off of that. A large portion of the population has feelings that are perfectly natural for feeling. I'll try to take your mind off of any feelings that are keeping you from falling asleep. Could be outside noises, inside noises, whatever it is. I'm going to try to take your mind off it. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing tones and pointless meanders along with my whole, you know, toolbox. Uh, but, but the main thing I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night and my intention along with it to, to try to help you. You know, to, to, to distract you, I guess I keep using it at work because that's what I kind of try to do is you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. I'll be there rambling. And it's kind of a short pitch of the podcast if you're new here. You know, I'm going to ramble through the uh, intro, which kind of gets, gets in some people's nerves that the podcast doesn't work for. And some people, if you want to skip the intros, we've got a show called Sleep to Strange that has no intros. Or right down there in the show notes I have when the story starts. But some people like the intros, and, you know, I, I, I kind of like them too. Because I can ramble, I can, you know, test out new pauses like that one. I just, I just that's a new new tool in the old toolbox, sudden pause. Yeah, but then it becomes, uh, and I guess it suddenly ends too. Yeah, I think of something a little more flashy than sudden pause, because that doesn't, That'd be like, you know, something your cat does, suddenly pause, sudden pause. Maybe that would be a good name for a cat. Like if you, your cat has, if your kitten, no, I guess your cat has a huge litter of kittens. You know, I had this problem with gerbils. I don't know if I've talked about my, my family's gerbil problem. I think I have in the intros, but let's just say you had a cat with a ton of kittens. Or in my family's case, I think we did have a horde of gerbils. And if you if you have outside noise issues with keeping awake, whether it's your snoring partner or your neighbors, here's 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 something: don't get gerbils. Uh, free pro pro and tip pro and tip. They're, they're, I think they're nocturnal, and you know one or two gerbils is uh, usually that's your max. Uh, if you know they're they're nice, and I guess I guess like this is a good time to unpack some stuff. Uh, 
like where I say, hey, wait a second, I guess I'm not the only one. Like, it's my family. It's like this, too. Like, so we had two gerbils. Me and my brother Carl started out with two gerbils. We got them for Christmas. Uh, Chitter and Squeaker. Squeakers was my brother's uh, gerbil, and mine was Chitter. And then some, you know, Chitter Chitter One, who would be post-named after Chitter One, went to live on the famous gerbil farm in the sky. Uh, we had we had acquired Chitter Two, uh, but Ch- Chitter Two just liked to run away, uh, like didn't like to be held. Now Squeaker loved to be held and petted, but Chitter Two just wanted to run. You know, he said, "I don't want to be, you know, I want to be a gerbil living free." And, you know, Chitter 2 ran right up in the, you know, gerbil heaven anyway. But Chitter 2, so I don't know how we acquired Chitter 2. If one of my parents just acquired it during the school day after Chitter 1. But they like somewhere in the translation between Chitter 1 and Chitter 2, uh, there was like this. Uh, so so Chitter, Squeaker and Chitter were the same sex. They were both male uh, gerbils. When Chitter 2 was acquired, you know, I guess this was my parents' first time owning rodents as well. They didn't double-check on the, the old gerbil sex. So within about uh, 14 minutes, I think Squeaker had gotten Chitter 2. You know, they had they, they, they got married, just in case any kids are listening. You know, they courted, and this is sped up time. So I say 14 minutes. In humans, that's like a... You know, when you're eight, between 18 and 30. And then they started having a family and they had a whole bunch of family. I don't know how this has to do with the podcast, actually. I think I should, I guess I should ask that question before I started talking. But oh boy, holy, holy embarrassment. Uh, but so Chitter 2, Chitter 2 and uh, Squeaker, they had a large family. Oh, I, now I know where I'm going. Naming, I should have just stuck with the cat metaphor. Talk about scrambled metaphors. But I guess they had, they were prodigious. These gerbils, they can have a lot of family members. So they had a huge, their family literally exploded. The population of the gerbils in our house exploded from two and then one temporarily squeaker to two again, chitter two and squeaker. Uh, so we had too many gerbils where we couldn't even keep up with naming them or keeping them. We had gerbils like, uh, you know, we, 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 everywhere, any container that could hold a gerbil safely. You know, we we loved the gerbils. And this was, you know, we just didn't. And, and I guess I'm not the only one that has like an emotional frozen thing to saying, I don't know what I'm going to do about all these gerbils. I'll just, uh, you know, try to, you know, repress it to a level that's tolerable. Uh, so we just made do, you know. So our house was full of gerbils. They were all contained for the most part. You know, some of them probably got away and they still lived there, believe me, because I was sleeping there. And I said, I think I, I said to, I told my brother said, I'm like, there's still gerbils living here. I can hear them. I mean, I don't even know how many, it's like decades since this gerbil thing. Uh, so, uh, but, but my point was, uh, it's hard to name them. And then I think I was trying to get to a joke about naming a cat, and I had a term that I already forgot because I just rambled, which I guess this is a podcast in a microcosm. You know, I'll take your mind off of stuff. I'm going to use, that was a case, you know, a tangent, gerbil tangent. Hey, that's a good name for it. There you go. If you have too many cats or gerbils and you start to, you, you get named, what do you call that? When you get worn out. Uh, from naming, you know, uh, name fatigue. If you get naming fatigue, say, well, you're tangent. I think that's a, a decent name for a gerbil or a cat or whatever the one I, when I started this tangent. Hey, tangent, do you remember what I was going to name your cousin there before I started going? No, it was witty though, right, tangent? Oh, oh tangent's running away. Oh, no, tangent's just running around in pointless uh, directions. But so that's what I'm going to kind of do is, is is some tangents will come up. I'll kind of follow them like a, like a lovely ger- gerbil tail. You know, maybe try to, you know, do, you know, geez, what is the meaning of a gerbil tail waving? You know, I, I won't go in that depth like a thesis. But you'll be able to tell it's a little bit silly what I'm doing here. And clearly you don't have to pay full attention. 
because I didn't even tell you the good, good. I don't know if there was any good. Well, I guess yeah, the 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 the, uh, the love, the, the 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 lovely relationship of Chitter Two and Squeaker. You know that was uh, that was the that was the good part of the story. So then you say, well, it didn't sound like love to me, Scoots. And I said, well, it's just love of evolution, love of life. You know, saying, hey, let's keep this light. Let's let's make sure these gerbils live in this house forever. Uh, and that was succeeded. So, but you say, okay, well, I don't have, you don't have to stay awake for it, though. But you can listen, and then you say, okay, well, I'm not thinking about all the other stuff, like uh, wh- where'd I leave my wallet or whatever, you know, whatever, uh, you know, say, geez, when am I going to clean out my, you know, any of that stuff. I'm here to take your mind off. I'll be here the whole night. So let's say you can't fall asleep. That's a percentage of listeners. You know, I'll be here the whole time, giving it my all. I'm going to tell, we're going to go into a little story here about our buddies that get Bessos. Uh, Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Benny. So I'll be here the whole time to take your mind off this stuff. So uh, that's it. This is a podcast. Uh, I, I send my voice across the deep dark night. I want to help you fall asleep. I appreciate you stopping by. Now, this podcast isn't for everybody. And it's not like a, some total sleep solution. It's kind of meant to distract you and, and help you carry off in a dream. Like maybe you start it before you get in bed. Maybe you start it uh, after you get in bed and lose my voice here. I, get, I, get, I guess I got to see, is that a frog in your throat? No, gerbil. It's tangent. Yeah, that was the tangent ran right up my arm, right down my throat. So, yeah, a little bit uh, stuffy in here. Oh, Tangent just ran right into my brain. I think Tangent's made a home in my brain. So that's it. Uh, I hope I can help you fall asleep. I really appreciate you giving this show a, a, a shot. And I, I really hope it helps you fall asleep. It doesn't work for everybody, like I said, but I hope it works for you. Give it a few tries. Thanks for stopping by. And I really yearn. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, housekeeping around the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com older episodes are there you can find it on our uh, website uh, or oh that is our website you can comment on the website you can email me at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com you can give me on twitter at dear scooter on facebook at sleep with me podcast or uh i think that's it those are the best ways. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edited this episode and did the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. I want to thank our moderators. we got a Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. Alexandra, Laura, Lie to Lie, uh, Jennifer B. and Julie C. And I believe that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. I'm going to roll it and pad it and mark it with an SP. And now you're going to put, you know, put it out in the, 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 both the sun and the moonlight and mark it with a, also mark it with a Y-O-U for you. And it was a safe place, it's an oral safe place, you know, because it's too close to oral, but, but R-A-U, you know, how you spell that one. Uh, but I guess it's more than that, because I'm going to do semi-voice across the deep dark night here. And my intention to kind of try to distract you and put you to sleep. And that's one part of the safe place. I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up at night. I'm going to do some lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, you know, delaying tactics. I I use the word pauses, but I'll be delaying tactics, uh, word fumbling, word bumbling, word stumbling, uh, possibly even some word rumbling. You know, if my my tummy rumbles, you know, my words may rumble. But not any, you know, in in the, uh, the, 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 the well, yeah, rum, rumble like a rumble strip. And then a bumble like a, you know, a, like a, you know, when I trip over those speed bumps. But the whole idea is to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up. Whether you're thinking about stuff, you're, you're feeling anything physically, you're experiencing anything emotionally, 
whether there's any external noises, changes in your routine, whatever it is, I'm gonna we're gonna talk tonight. We're gonna talk about Game of Thrones, a little segment called Game of Thrones. Now you, you might have some questions. One, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, this should still work for you. Believe me, and it'll be like you know, kind of a vanilla Sunday version of Game of Thrones. If you do watch Game of Thrones, it comes out the week after the episode. So if you if you're trying to st- now you could be you'll be spoiled if you're awake, uh, but but you know not super spoiled. So you probably do want to watch the episode if you're like me, you try to stay spoiler free. But then again, there's a high chance you'll fall asleep. So here's how the episode works. I'm going to get through this intro. If you're new here, welcome. By the way. Uh, but I'll get through this intro, probably another eight minutes or, of word bumbles. Old word bumbles, that should be my nickname. Have I, have I christened myself that nickname yet? Word bumbles and his best friend, Mumblebear. But, uh, so I'll get through this intro, then I'll talk about the episode, and, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, I'll just go, yeah, well, uh, Stannis isn't in it anymore thus far, but I say, well, Stannis was standing and it, one side of his lip was upturned. Is, is Stannis just salt and pepper? You know, and I'll say, Lord Commander. That's the only uh, Game of Thrones impression I can do, and I can only do it, uh, that's it. Like, I can't, they say, okay, can, can you do 10 minutes of Stannis? No, I can do uh, two words. Now I could do 10 minutes of two words of Stannis. I've done that before on the pipe, Lord Commander. Lord Commander. Lord Commander. That's when he says, come out of the bathroom. Lord Commander. No, that's different. What was that one? Stannis, what did you mean there? Lord Commander. Uh, Stannis, where are you in, you know, in the afterlife? Are you coming back or what's going on with you? Lord Commander. Stannis, that didn't even sound like you. Lord Commander. Okay, so this is actually a sleep podcast, so I can't have, you know, I can only handle a certain level of rue. We save our rue for Roos Bolton, actually. Unfortunately, last season I kind of, you're beyond ruing. Lord, Commander. Oh, Stannis, don't do that. You know I'm a softie. Don't do that to me. Lord, Commander. Oh, that's what Stannis says when he buys two ice creams, ice cream cones. Stannis, did you buy me two ice creams? Lord, Commander. With rainbow sprinkles, Stannis, Lord Commander. Oh, that means Stannis wants to. He wants to. Okay, okay, Stannis. Uh, so, oh boy, I didn't. I didn't honestly expect to do that. But so that would be the episode portion. That would be like a few minutes of it. Uh, then the other thing I love about Game of Thrones is, is it makes me think of stuff. So I say, usually on the second, I say, well, you know, I say, well. Yeah. I'll say, well, geez, what is the uh, most effective way? Well, this was something I tried to look up. So this is something that won't be on last. This would have been on last uh, one of the last episodes. And maybe if you're listening to this, Sir Jorah had these like ropes around his hands and his wrists. Like, I don't know if that was for grip or what, like as part of his outfit, like as part of his, uh, you know, if he was equipping things. And I don't know if those are gauntlets. I don't think they are. Uh, maybe they were gauntlets. They were just handmade gauntlets. Like, but he has like sometimes he has uh, cloth around his hands, just around his palms. And I think it was on episode one. I noticed that it was more like a braided leather. Uh, and I said, "What the heck is that?" And then I tried to go. You know, I guess if you Google, "What the heck is that rope stuff?" on sta- on. Uh, uh, and I put it on uh, Stan. No, no, J- Sir Jorah's hands. Doesn't it? Does it leads you somewhere? Nothing weird, but it, it doesn't get you what you needed. I think it, re- it led me to some, you know, other stuff. And then I tried, you know, I tried some bullying, bullying or whatever you call it, and or I put those in there. Didn't made it more, you know, too many results, too many. Uh, so I said, hey, Siri, what the heck is that stuff on Sir Jorah's hands? She couldn't do it. Alexa, I tried Alexa. I think Alexa, I can't remember what she said, and does not compute probably. 
So I'll do that. I'll actually investigate stuff. Well, investigate, that's a little bit of a strong word. Look in, look into it. Give it a cursory glance. How's, how's that sound? That's the truth. And I'll say cheese sticks. This is, this is exactly, this one won't come up probably because I don't think they'll have cheese sticks this season, but, or string cheese. They say, what the heck is string cheese? Who did Palio invent it or Sargento? Are those two companies still having a string cheese battle? You know, is string, here's some questions. I, I don't, I probably don't want to know the answer. Is string cheese 100% cheese or not? How's it, how's it get so stringy? You know, is string cheese anything like those mini carrots or whatever? Like uh, that when I found out what the, 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 you know, those cute carrots, what are those called? Char- car- carrot stubs, carrot nubs, what are those, mini carrots? So that would be, the, that's the second half of the show. Then, the, Well, I guess it's not a half. That's the second, that's after the episode. Then after that, we have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce, fictional characters with a very distinct similarity or it could be parody or satire if I had a good grasp of what those were or it could be it's just a tribute uh, just like uh, Tenacious D used to sing this is just a tribute to Sir Tom and Sir Pounce and then after that you know I like to check in with the, the old gods and the new you know, just check in with them and say, what's up, Crone, and et cetera, et cetera. So that's how the episode goes. But the whole idea is, if you've been listening to this thus far, ideally, and, and, and I'm pretty confident if you've listened this far, they say, okay, I wasn't thinking about my checkbook uh, at, at any point during his Lord Commander thing or whatever. And you say, I don't even know what the heck he was just talking about for eight minutes. But I know I wasn't thinking about my checkbook. And Gertrude, my cat, is already purring. And ideally, at some point, you know, that's why I say send it across the deep dark night. I'm trying to get you across that threshold from wake to sleep. I'm a little bit goofy. A little, you know, that could, again, another understatement. You know, I'm a goo, you know, goofus. I guess it's, boom, that's it. I'm a goofus. So I'll try to take your mind off. So if you don't have to listen to me hard, you don't have to listen to me soft, you don't have to listen to me at all. You don't have to fall asleep. I'll be here the whole time. And these Game of, Game of Drones episodes, they tend to get, get, get it be extended. So I'll be here for a while. Uh, so I'll be your boyfriend here, and, and I'll be your nighttime companion if you can't sleep. But if you can, drift off whenever you feel like it. Don't feel obligated uh, to sleep or to listen. Uh, that's, why, that's why I'm here. This is what I do. This is what I love doing. Uh, this is one of my favorite times of the year with the brilliant Game of Thrones on the air. And I'm glad you're here. I know if you was your first few times here, if you made it here somehow, you say, what the heck is this? What? What's this guy? And then you say, this is going to put me to sleep? Or or if you see, well, this is supposed to put me to sleep? What? And if that's the case, I'm glad you approached this with a healthy dose of skepticism. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that because uh, I understand that I'm skeptical about everything. So, but I'm glad you made it here. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I appreciate your time. So thanks for stopping by. Let's see, let's keep this train moving. Housekeeping. I want to thank, I got more thank yous. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the music for the show. I want to thank Carl W., who edited the show. Scotty and Jennifer, thank you for doing the art for the show. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, who's on our lullabies. We've got a Facebook group or a sleepingwithpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lie to Lie, uh, Julie C. and Jennifer B., who moderate over there. And let's get on with the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, live from an airplane. The podcast that puts you to sleep. Even in flight, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is attempt to get through at least part of this intro. Uh, but what we do is uh, we create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up at night. Uh, whether it's uh, thinking, uh, internal turbulence, uh, what are those called? Uh, air pockets. 
uh, other things, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, sensing, uh, physical things, noises, uh, cries, uh, kicking in the back of your seat constantly, even now as I attempt to record an intro, a strange man talking into a microphone with a notebook hunched over his phone, whatever might be keeping you up at night, uh, I'm going to try to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. It's going to fly across the friendly skies and try to take your mind off of stuff. I'm going to send that voice with the intention to put you to sleep. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, and tonight will be a... Well, uh, oh, oh boy... We're getting some uh, restless babies on the flight, but uh, be plenty of white noise uh, in the background. And you might say, Scooter, these sound, no, no, these aren't sound effects. And this may be, you know, this might be leaked out when they say, what the heck was it? But so far, I got the uh, flight attendants, so they think I'm going to do karaoke later. But that's kind of what the podcast is. It's a little bit of karaoke for all those parts of you that start crooning as soon as your head hits the pillow and say, wait, well, you're not going to sleep. we got a lot of work to think about doing. You know, if you could just get to some of these uh, these life lessons. Why haven't you enacted any of these life lessons that, uh, that you know, what is, why can't you take any of the life lessons people give you seriously? You, could you even give me the top five? You say, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, you know I, I'm just trying to sleep. And, and, and then you can't get comfortable. I mean, especially on a plane, but sometimes even in your bed, you see, you can't get the right position. That's right, you can't get the right position. Because you got the wrong position at work. And you got the wrong, because you're out. And, and you say, come on, I, I just want to sleep. This is, well, little scoots is going to come in. I'm going to try to distract you from those things. I'm going to tell a little bit of a silly story. I think uh, tonight I'm going to turn the mic over to uh, Ray, my neighbor Ray Perkins, to finish up a story. Uh, but it'll be a meandering, lighthearted tale, uh, friendly rambling when it comes from Ray. Uh, observations, uh, you know, d- descriptions of walking and those kind of things. Uh, but, but, but it'll all be to, to soothe you, distract you, maybe make you smile, uh, calm you down, because it, 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 it's been my experience that it, it's really hard to stop all that thinking, to stop all that, uh, rigmarole, uh, and, and get to sleep once it starts. So I'm going to take a, I'm going to reset the intro here. For anybody new here, usually I don't record on a plane. Uh, and this could be another bedtime trouble, so I'm flying across the country right now. And I said, oh boy, I'll get, I'll be, a, you know, it's a work day. I had to take the day off of work, but I said, wow, I'll be, I'll get a lot of work done on the plane. So, you know, I had these two hard drives ready to go. And I said, that's going to bring me some certainty, some mental clarity. All that work I'm going to get done on the plane, that's going to calm me down. And I'll have those two, and you can you can already hear the end of the story is, but uh, I can picture where in my apartment those two hard drives are sitting right now. Uh, as I'm, uh, you know, flying across the country now, and 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 you know, part of me, the, the Ray Perkins side of me says, well, geez, you know, and that work I had to get done today anyway. Now it's out of your control. I just and they said they still I said okay let me sit here I'll watch episode of Mighty Boosh and then I got it and I said well she said why don't you defrag your hard drive and I said I don't think they do that anymore and I said why don't you find out what crap's on there and, and, and this is kind of what it's like at bedtime for me but this is I was wide awake on a plane I was on about my sixth cup of coffee. And it was like, uh, it was like, okay, so no Mighty Boosh. Well, maybe, maybe you could earn yourself an episode of Mighty Boosh. So then I said, okay. And, and they said, well, isn't it? Re-? And I said, no, no, no. That's you can't say claim that as podcast research. Just search your hard drive. Maybe there's some things you could delete. You could empty the trash. 
maybe you'll find some work you could get done. Ever since I moved it all off the computer hard drive, so it'd be more portable. Uh, so portable it can be left behind. And then I said to myself, well, what if I record an episode? And, it, and, that, and that actually got by. And they said, oh, okay, you, I guess you could, you could. we could try that. Uh, so this is your first few times here. You know, n- normally the episodes are, are not, uh, recorded on, on location very often. But I said, well, just let me give this. I got to quiet down my brain because I got to make it through the rest of this flight. And, and they said, well, I, I don't know what you're using. And they said, well, you could believe it. They said, what, what could, and then, you know, then the scared part is you're going to get in trouble. You can't record a podcast on an airplane. And then I said, well, should, why not give it a shot? You know, the, maybe the audience will like it. Maybe that nice uh, shushing sound. Some Googling babies. Uh, general chitter chatter. I don't know. What, it, it sounds like there's a Shriners convention going on too in the background or something, but I think that's just a, an echo. But, but the whole idea behind this podcast is uh, to test stuff out uh, that I think will put you to sleep and, and mix it in with uh, long meanders, uh, lulling soothing tones, taking my time. And just you know, try to try to say, hey, just 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 let's just get your mind off of whatever's keeping you up at night. And you can kind of listen to me, uh, but you could kind of drift off. You could slowly float away. In this case, back into the white noise, uh, drift off into dreamland is the goal. Uh, but if you can't sleep, I'll be here. I'll be doing my best, uh, to, you know, to get through this. Is uh, it? As drink service works its way to me, and I said, "Well, geez, will I have a coffee or a coke? If I have a coke, will they come by with coffee as soon as I finish that?" Luckily, I have a, a prime uh, bathroom seat, so. Uh, but but none of those discussions are really suited for your bedtime. It's more suited for me taking the, uh, your mind off of uh, my bedtime. Kind of like when people get in a plane, get on a plane, they really worry. Or the, you know, it's a question. And if you're flying to Florida, the answer is a yes times 40. Are there going to be crying babies on the flight? Are there going to be bratty kids on the flight? And, you know, you have those aspects sometimes when your head hits the pillow. And you've drank your tea, you've diffused your sense. And then you say, what you see? And then say, all these noises you got. And you say, well, now I'm never going to get to this. I'm never going to get comfortable now. Well, well, let's scooch try to help. Uh, you know, I'm here on a plane. I'm a little anxious. I'm flying to see some family. And I also, you know, things I brought to distract me and bring me certainty I don't have. Uh, but the one thing I have is a strange ability to say, uh, hey, why don't I record a bedtime podcast on an airplane here? And they don't really call them airplanes anymore, do they? It's just plane or flight. Uh... But I say, let's give this a shot. Let's see. Hopefully we can release it. If we can't, uh, you know, then the F, you know, the FAA, the FCC, they can all use that. And since, you know, the, all the airplane airlines are consolidated, you know, they said, well, geez, you can't get across the country. And I said, well, you know, then I'll, I'll see, uh, I'll just take many road trips. I'll be, you know, driving. So if you first time here, a few times here, welcome. This is a different show. Uh, but, but the normal idea of the podcast is, you know, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to try to bring it away from you, engage your attention a little bit, and, and, and kind of help carry you across the threshold from wake to sleep. But you don't need to uh, totally engage with me. You can kind of listen you can let me drone on in the background as I deal with these like other levels of background noise and, and slowly fall asleep. And, and that's what I want to do. I really appreciate you stopping by. I know it can be a strange idea to listen to some uh, uh, grown adult uh, tell other adult bedtime stories. But, you know, th- this, is, uh, this is what I do. So I hope it helps. Again, thanks for stopping by. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep.
And uh, the housekeeping for the show, we do, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. Uh, so you can find our show notes. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. If you want to support the show uh, and uh, help us keep making 12 episodes a month, you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And if you find the show brings you value, helps you fall asleep, if you could uh, support the show with a couple dollars a month, that would be huge. I want to thank Chris Post, who posters in from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits and does our theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. we got a Facebook group over at SleepingPodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lido Lie, Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., who are moderators. And I want to thank Latitude, who runs our subreddit over at SleepingPodcast.com slash reddit. All right, let's uh, get on with the flight.